This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. podcast, 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 podcast. Hello and welcome back to episode 138 of the hashtag Dislomics Podcast. Firstly, make sure you check out last week's episodes. A quick 10-minute Brexit update. The UK left the European Union as of 31st of January 2020, around 11pm. So a quick um, update on the status of things, what to expect for the next year, what happened and all that good stuff. That's announcement number one. Number two, Trend on Sundays is back again. February the 16th so your Valentine's Day stuff is out the way there's no excuse and this is mainly to the boys to the man them to the lads to the geezers last week we had like no guys and we keep having that we always have loads of women it's not everyday hinge it's not everyday insta dm it's not everyday flipping what's the other one tinder sometimes meet girls in 3d plenty of ladies plenty of fine ladies come enjoy have some fun with your boys there's um beer pong there is all types of games there's obviously a dj there's great food there's shisha there's drinks and there's plenty of women like what 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 more do you want make sure you grab your tickets shubs.com check out trending sundays that's trending without a g or you could go to the insta page trending without a g sundays or you could check out my page or my boy Big Man Yus page. So, guys, stop being bummed. It's embarrassing now. You're making us look nuts. How do we have 99% girls? That doesn't make sense. Make sure you come. Like, last week was just abysmal. We need... It was a great night, but abysmal in terms of the turnout. The girls are like, where the guys at? I'm like, I don't know. So make sure you turn up. And the final one, me, uh, spoken word hero, Nigo True, and financial wellness coach, my G Bolasol, who you've heard both of these on my podcast. We actually have a podcast together um, called The Last Three Digits. So make sure you subscribe on Spotify and on uh, Apple Podcasts. It's money and everything in between. It's a very, very more conversational, jokey podcast, but obviously with a hint of money. So make sure you check that out. Follow, support, five stars on Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. But yes, this is episode 138 of the Dismounts Podcast. And this week we are talking smartphones. What's a smartphone? We all, virtually all of us have them. Unless you're a trapper. Like, we all should have a smartphone. All of us do. A smartphone is simple. A mobile phone that performs many of the functions of a computer. It has internet access and operating systems capable of downloading applications. And, it, and nowadays they are usually of a touchscreen nature. So many of us have smartphones. According to Statista, about 3 billion people, there's 3 billion people use smartphones in the world. 3 billion. So that is a massive, massive, massive industry. 
so many of us use it. They are, it's got to a point where we do a lot of our day-to-day activities with smartphones. And to my slightly younger um, audience, so maybe teenagers or early 20s, you people probably don't remember what it was like with the earlier versions of smartphones. It was a completely, completely different ballgame. Phones with data connectivity, so phones that can actually access the internet, were actually really, really restricted to Japan in the early 2000s and the late 1990s. The first type of ones we started to see was a Danger High Top in 2002, which had moderate US usage. Same with the T-Mobile Sidekicks. I'm not sure if anyone remembers the T-Mobile Sidekicks. Probably a lot of people probably don't remember T-Mobile, which was originally one-to-one. It was all mad, which is now EE. Um... And then obviously Blackberries came through in the mid 2000s and started to dominate. Like they really bust in 2006, where in America they were dubbed Crackberry because so many people were addicted to them. Smartphones, when they first came up, because of the high data prices, remember, not data wasn't a big thing. It was actually a rare thing, and a lot of these devices didn't have capabilities to connect to Wi-Fi, and also Wi-Fi wasn't as readily available as it is today. So smartphones were really limited, tend to be limited to business consumers, business professionals. So if people remember from back in the days, like people always be checking their emails on their BlackBerry. Like that was a work phone you get. I remember when BlackBerry's bus, I was in uni when BlackBerry, so I was in uni from 2008 to 2011. And it was, that was one of my favourite errors. I was discussing with my boys um, yesterday when we were recollecting on university. Like, BBM was just a wave. Like, BBM, you have your status update. So you always check your status updates on BBM because that's... It's almost, BBM status updates was almost similar to Twitter. Like, you're just seeing what people are doing. When some people will, some people will show what they were listening to. And then you have, like, statuses that are kind of indirecting each other or mentioning each other in a jokey way. And the funniest was when, like, Girls were being attention seekers. They will change their display picture to a black box and their screen name to a dot. So that's when they were going through it. It was so funny. But yeah, those were the good old days. So yeah, so those times, smartphones' main things was can just sheer communication. And then in the early, in like the late 2000s, you were able to like jump on social media. So on the BlackBerry, you were able to hold a, a Uber, a Uber Twitter or maybe an Echo Fund but it's nowhere near the capabilities of what you could do now. At first, Nokia were really, really eating. Nokia were eating the game. So I'm going to take some, I'm going to take quite a few years to show you the sales. So in 2002, Nokia had 45 million sales of phones in total. The main phones were the 6100, the 6610 and the 3510. I think I had two of those phones. In 2003, the sales jumped up to 470 million. The, um, the 1100, I had that, so 250 million um, units. The 6610, I think I also had that as well, actually. Sold 150 million. I don't think I had the 1100. I think I had the 6610. Then in 2005, the 1110 sold 200 million um, units. And 2008, the 2330 Classic sold 15 million, which kind of dropped. But in that same year, the iPhone, um, the iPhone 3G sold even more than the Nokia, 25 million. But the previous year, the iPhone, that was the first year the iPhone came out, which we'll talk about later, it was just called just the iPhone, sold about 6 million units the year before. Then go 2009, 
And then the 5230 did big things, 150 million um, units. The iPhone 3G, um, the iPhone 3GS was 35 million. Yeah. Then you fast forward to 2010, this is when things started to really slide for Nokia. The Nokia N8 sold 6 million units, but the iPhone 4 sold 60 million. And this is when we started to see, you know, how Apple started to really, really pick up in the market. I remember when iPhones first popped, yeah, like nobody really had an iPhone like that. People saw on BB and I felt mad exclusive because I was in, uh, up until maybe three years ago, three, four years ago, I was, phones were one of my main things. Phones and trainers, that was my ish. I used to change phones all the time. But now I've just started to realise, which we'll discuss later, um, how little phones change. So there's no incentive to really change them. So yeah, remember the Instagram, the Instagram hype, just the design. Obviously you had um, iTunes, which was better than any of the dead players that on your, on MVP players, MP3 players that were on the BBM, on the BlackBerry, should I say, or SAP or any other phone. You also had FaceTime as well, which was introduced with the iPhone 4. Like, it was really live. The only tricky thing was communicating with people because you didn't have BBM. But that's when I remember when WhatsApp came, WhatsApp wasn't really taken up too much as WhatsApp just didn't look as lit as um as BlackBerry Messenger. And this is when having unlimited text on your tariff was key. It was key, fam, because you could just jump on BBM and just be messaging people for free. And WhatsApp, not everybody was trying to bang WhatsApp. So you had to have the unlimited text package. You had to. So speaking of iPhone, let's go through the development of iPhone. So the first iPhone dropped on June 29th in 2007. The size of these hand of these handsets were 4 gig and 8 gig. And these were quite expensive when they first dropped. $500 and $600, yeah? Then you get the iPhone 4 2010. These had FaceTime, high resolution retina, and this was a bit cheaper. You could get a 32 gigabyte model for $300. Fast forward quite a few years, you get the iPhone 7 in 2016 that gets you up to 256 gigabyte data so when you go from in nine years the date the the memory capabilities of iphone went from eight gigabyte to 256 gigabyte that showed how much the technology improved and it, as well as the price that was 770 dollars and then you go to the iphone x and i just i stopped there because that's one i have and i don't care about the new one <laughs> that dropped in november 2017 and that phone was a bag a bag. So that's for those who don't know, a bag is a grand. And that's due to how much smartphones have become more and more powerful and the usage of smartphones are higher and higher. Their capabilities are higher and higher. So it enabled Apple to charge a higher price and consumers will still run with it because of how much more they use their iPhone. You use your balance between consumption of media and um, day-to-day activities such as uh, maybe banking, watch streaming um, or watching television, listening to music, keeping up with news, communication, all that type of stuff. From 2007 to 2017, the the balance will start to heavily sway in favour of your handset. So naturally, consumers going to be more likely to pay the higher price for something that they use that much. It's crazy because the iPhone was... Um, was really, really innovate, innovative and influential because before the iPhone, smartphones mainly mirrored the BlackBerry model in terms of design and capabilities. And then uh, Apple came through with the big screen, um, lit camera, touch screen. Like, do you see what I'm saying? It was just different, different. 
And the impact the, the iPhone has had has over the last 10 years is just unbelievable. So I'm going to go through some key um, figures and areas in the world, or should I say in life, where you can really see the impact of the iPhone. For example, data traffic compared to voice traffic started to completely change with the introduction of the iPhone. If you compare the total amount of bytes um, in terms of voice compared to data, it is insane. So in, in the first quarter of 2007, there was 2 billion, um, two billion um, bytes in terms of data traffic compared to 62 billion bytes of voice traffic. And now think about 2000, 2007. 2007, I would have been 18. So then you're mainly, it's mainly phone calls, phone calls and then obviously some texts, but you're, you're calling people a lot more then you are going to message them. You're using data like a BBM or whatnot or WhatsApp. Fast forward to the first quarter of 2017, so only three years ago, 229 billion voice um, voice bytes. Um, two, two, sorry, 229 billion bytes in terms of voice. So that's a massive increase from 62 billion. Obviously, more and more people in the world now have smartphones. We're now, use, we're now taking our smartphones anywhere. The usage of house phones is a lot less. But 9.6 trillion bytes in terms of data usage. So data usage went from 2 billion in 2007 to 9.6 trillion bytes. That shows how many smartphones there are, how much of us and how heavy we use them in terms of data from social media, um, streaming stuff, speaking to each other. It's crazy. Another thing, cameras. And this is a big thing, because I remember in uni, yeah, to get wavy pics on a young Facebook, is either you wait for the person who did the rave to upload the pics onto Facebook and then you hope one of the people, one of your mandem or one of your female friends tag you or whatnot, or somebody has a camera. Somebody takes a camera to the rave, they take pictures, they go home, they upload it onto Facebook or tag you, or maybe they send it to you via MSN or Skype or they email it to you. Now, you, all you need is a phone. And our phones are so quality. You see some of these young women's Instagram pages and their pictures are taken off iPhones. It's just top quality. In fact, my brethren, uh, Annie Drea, when she first started YouTube, um, she was recording She was recording and editing off her phone. Obviously, now she's got a camera now. She's lit. 90K subscribers. Shout out her. Please get her to 100K. That Google Annie Drea on um, YouTube and, you know what I mean, go subscribe and that. But it shows the power of our phones. So now, if you look at 2011, there was approximately 40 billion photos taken. It was almost 50-50 in terms of photos taken via cameras, like traditional cameras, and photos taken via smartphones. Far forward to 2017, there's 1.2 billion photos taken, so three times the amount of photos taken, and 85% of them are now on phone, about 10% are on camera, and the other five on tablets. So it shows from 50% to 85% of pictures now taken on phones and you see on the underground where they show billboards this was taken on our iphone so and these pictures are mad so now you could go on holiday you don't need to take out you whip out a big camera obviously it's lit like for example my boy timid photography also follow him on instagram takes wavy pics you can just have with a phone you can capture great images and send them to your friends like that easy airdrop whatsapp insta email twitter imessage it's calm
even global app revenue. Global app revenue was just about 1 billion in the first quarter of 2012. Now in 2017, $10.5 billion. And that is definitely, definitely a lot to do with the development of the iPhone and how it changed the industry. Even on-demand workers. On-demand workers really first boomed in when the internet was developed in the late 1990s, and now there's a second boom with smartphones. So in 2010, there was 300,000 on-demand workers in the United States. 2020, 7.7 million. 300,000 to 7.7 million in the space of 10 years. Also, as I, as I hinted to earlier, the way we consume media is mad. So now we almost consume as much um, media via our phones as we did for t television, as we do with t TV, which is insane. Because when you think about how much TVs cost, the size of TVs, the fact that you could put it in, in your family home, and they can come and watch to your phone, speaks volumes. Because now you could be on the go. Like, think about when you're on a train, how many people are watching something on their smartphones? Hella people. It's crazy. And the, 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 the rise of the iPhone was actually insane. And it was also due to great marketing. So, so you might not see it as much now because a lot of people have cases on their phone because these phones are damn expensive and they break easily. But I remember um, after uni, so I'm saying, I'm saying so I'm probably from like 2011, 12 to like 2014, 15. Yeah, 20, so 2012 to 2015, you'll go on a train and if you were paying attention, you look around, you'll see the Apple logo everywhere. So people had either had an iPod um, uh, Apple Touch, so that was like um, the iPod that basically the uh, iPhone that didn't have phone capabilities, a, a MacBook, an iPad, or iPhone, and we just see the Apple logo everywhere, or even a uh, um, iPod Nano. I remember them joints. You see Apple products everywhere. So influential. Now, if you look at market share as a whole, you'll be surprised. Like. Don't take what you see in your immediate um, circles and environments as for what happens worldwide. Because as of 20, 2020, the market shares as this. Android actually dominate the market. 74% of market share is Android. 25% is Apple iOS. And not, only 0.2% is Samsung. But this differs from region to region. So for example, in Europe, it's there is slightly less Android usage compared to the world average, which is 71%, and slightly more Apple usage, 28%, compared to 25% worldwide. But when you drill into certain countries, then you see the difference in culture. So in the United Kingdom, 51% of market share is actual Apple. So 51% of smartphones are going to be Apple, compared to 25% worldwide and 28% Europe. 30% Samsung. Samsung's market share in the world is 0.2%. Now, look at Germany. Germany is the reverse. 43% Samsung, 30% Apple. Now, if you look at the United States, 57% Apple and 24% Samsung. So Apple is more popular in the United States than it is in the UK and Germany. And 24% Samsung, I said. China, which is the biggest smartphone market, which makes sense because there's one there's more than one billion people there. The market is a lot more competitive, and the the phone um, iOS has the biggest market share in um, in China, twenty five percent, and then Huawei second, twenty three percent, and then you got Xiaomi 
11%. So it's more competitive because they've got their own um, own Chinese brands that are also doing big, big things there. As I said, um, Hawaii, 23%. So the Android, I mean, the, the smartphone market is so interesting. And, just, and it's crazy how many of us have smartphones. So as I said, what, 3.5 billion smartphone users in the world? And we get, and back in the days, contracts were 12 months. Now, contracts are 24 months, cuz. Like, it's crazy. And even just the data usage, like, if you had one gigabyte data, that was litty. People told me they got 10 gigabyte data. I look at them like they're peasants. Like, you got to get that 60 to 100 B. Like, how can you survive on, on those little gigabytes? And simply due to the fact that our phones are so powerful, now we're going on holidays and we're taking pictures and now we're either unlocking our phones and getting a local SIM or just connecting to um, Wi-Fi and using our phones everywhere. Our phones are so powerful. Like, for me, well, I have an iPad, so I mainly use stuff from my iPad, but on my smartphone, I can watch Now TV, so I can watch my, I can watch Sky Sports and, and keep up with NBA, NFL and football. I've got the NBA app to watch um, football, any um, basketball anyway. I've got BT Sport to keep up with um, football. I've got YouTube to watch my ish. I've got Netflix and Prime Video to watch certain shows. I've got Spotify and Apple to listen to music and consume podcasts and SoundCloud as well. You can check your Gmail. You can check your Yahoo Mail. You can check your stocks and shares. You can online banking. Our phones could do it all. Our friends will do it all, and it's just very, very interesting. So it'll be interesting to see how the market develops over the next few years. I'm sure I'll keep you posted. But yeah, that's another podcast from me, Dysonomics. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, at underscore nomics. Make sure you tweet about my pod. I'm sick and tired of you not tweeting about it because you lot listen, so tweet about it and make me feel good. Make sure you subscribe to um, my podcast on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you follow the last three digits as well. Just type in the last three, and three is in the number. Digits on Twitter and Instagram, you see our podcast there. So make sure you check that out. And don't forget Trending Sundays, Trending Without a G, February the 16th. Make sure you have a fantastic Valentine's Day. Don't get caught lacking. Enjoy and be safe. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.